I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, just a quick word from me that if you want to support the show, become a Patreon subscriber. Go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. That's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Every week you'll get a bonus podcast called Top 5 where I sit down with a good friend and we discuss the top five of a topic of our choice. Plus you get... You know, little bonus stuff like video of these podcasts sometimes and uh, access to the live ones uh, before anyone else does. So that's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Anyway, enjoy this episode, episode 271, with Alex Ward, Ruby Innes, Daniel Mulgerton and Nat Demina. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, I, I discovered I share my nickname. Now, for those that, a lot of people call me Jerl, and I typed in Jerl into Twitter, and I discovered there's a footballer who plays professionally in the Dutch league for the second tier team, T.O.P. Os, Top Os, I think, and his, his full name is Jerl Margarita. So move <laughs> over, Josh Earl, footballer for Preston North England. I have a new favorite. Jill Margarita is my new favorite player. So everyone get on board, Jill Margarita. He's going to do good. He's, he's my co- new favorite player as well. He's coming off the bench all the time, but apparently he, when he's off the bench, he, he, he scores. So it's good. All right. Jill sounds like the nickname you're kind of pushing your whole, your whole life to get. No, I, I never had a nickname. And then I started comedy and someone started calling me Jill. And now lots of people call me Jill. I'm like, yeah, that's, I mean, when your name's Josh or Earl, you can't really shorten it too much. No yeah, point. two first names. Yeah, two, exactly. Two syllables. Two syllables. Yeah, two names. that's efficient, dude. Yeah, but like my last name's just Ward, and I got Wardy. You couldn't get early. My 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 dad was early, but that was it. No one yeah. ever gave you early. They Do you try- want it? We'll no, give it to I'm you. all good. They tried Duke for a while, but then you have to explain the song Duke of Earl, and no one. I uh, didn't even know it was. <laughs> so yeah, it was like yeah. the shampoo commercial. All right. Is that like an old person song? <laughs> real old, real old, yep. Who are those voices? Let's meet them now. Okay, our first guest shares her name with the Customer Experience Coordinator at Mary Miko in Melbourne. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Alex Ward. Yay. You. That is me. Ooh. That's my old job. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it's true. Yes. <laughs> Someone once told me that I look like I work in every building I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you describe my face. That's a... <laughs> Did, did you, how'd you cope with that? It was fine. It's, I mean, like moments earlier, someone had been like, can you please show me to the bathroom? So it's like, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess it just means you look approachable. Yeah, that's how yeah. I took it. That's but good. <laughs> People tell me I don't belong in any building. On there. <laughs> <laughs> Very sorry about that. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our next guest is a first timer to the podcast. He shares his name with a music and theatrical services specialist in the UK. But the one we have here is from the Running Joke Digital Comedy Shows. It is Daniel Muggleton. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. fucking amazed you found someone 
who shared my name. I thought this was going to be a very short segment. Uh, no, th- there's a there's a couple I found on on LinkedIn. So this is yeah, this is the one who had the most interesting job. I thought. Wow, compared to me. All right. I mean, that's <laughs> it's the only place you'll find all the Daniel Muggletons is on yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the perfect place to make you feel platform. not special at all. Yeah. 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 Also joining us is a broadcaster who shares her name with a Manila event planner. Can you please welcome back? It's Ruby Innes. Hey. Wow. Hey. That is doing? me, actually. A Manila I event also, planner. I do that. Yeah. Vanilla event planner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all very boring. You know, just missionary only. I would look like I work there for yeah. sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm your boss. Isn't it terrifying? And finally, is comedian who shares his name with a graphic designer in Addis Ababa. Can you please welcome from the Housewarming Podcast? It is Nat Demina. <laughs> Hello, yes, thank you for thank you for having me. It's who is who is this guy? Like, I mean, I am also from Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. Yeah. Well, he he also has a LinkedIn. It's your actual full name, not just Nat. It's uh-huh. your actual full name. So, yep. yeah, he's he's a graphic designer over there. Awesome. Great. I'm glad the graphic designer game has one of us holding the game down. Could it be a relative? If you've got, Do you still have family over there? Yeah, I've got tons of family there, but it'd be a piss take if they gave us the exact same name. <laughs> I didn't know if it was... You know, <laughs> There's a lot of family members who have the same name. Yeah. Also, Josh, they're not all related over there. What's wrong with you? Well, if he, he's, Nat said he's from Addis Ababa and they share the same surname. Oh, it's right. also so oh, crazy yeah. to be like a relative with the same name. Like that's how names are usually just are. They just yeah. name you after one of the grandparents. Yeah. I was, yeah. You, you found you that. found a, lo- a name like for all of these people on these guests. You didn't ask them if they were related. <laughs> They didn't say, hey, I'm also from the place. Yeah. I am actually from England. I don't know if you can tell recently, but a long way back I was. Yeah. Oh, I love being an old white man in common. It's great. <laughs> Must worry, be so sorry. hard for you. Oh, really oh, is. Our time will come. I yeah. believe. It's been really hard the last three years. Surely that's enough, right? Surely that's The last three over. years have been so good for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. What we're going to do is I'm going to read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these tweets, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own ones. You uh-huh. point if you get it right. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote it, they get the points. So you can't lose points. So don't worry about it. All right. Sure. Question one. I've decided to pull out for my mental health, me, during sex. Nat. Alex. Yes, Nat. Woody. No, that was Dan there. Point there for Daniel. You think that I'm able to pull out? <laughs> well, well, actually, I guess I could, but I don't think if I stayed in, anything bad would happen. Just anatomically, Nat should have been like, if I didn't write it, it was yeah. Dan. That's it. Yeah. Went, uh, I thought maybe for the, for the purpose of comedy, Wardy was, you know, Endowing yeah, yeah, herself yeah. with a penis. Sure. Yeah. Alex could not stop getting comedy. people pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do hate when sometimes I fall for people doing stuff for the purpose of comedy and I, I don't realise they do it. So uh, Mike Goldstein put up about he, him being single and I was like, hey, sorry to hear you broke up. And he goes, no, I didn't. I just said that for the joke, <laughs> you idiot. Like we're comedians. I'm like, yeah, I lied yeah. for attention, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you there, Josh. He shouldn't do it. Yeah. Should always be honest. Shouldn't be messing with us for the sake of comedy. Comedy's not so that true. important. For some likes. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Bus replacing train is the saddest sentence in the world. 
Uh, Daniel. Yes, Daniel. It's got to be Alex Ward. Yeah, that is. Man. Yeah, Come it is. On. Yeah, what? yeah. She she uses public transport. You fucking bet she does. <laughs> That's all of his jobs. Yeah, yeah. It's much easier to to pull out on the train. <laughs> yeah. As if as if you haven't been asked like every single day of your life about where they should get off. Like yeah. you know like, that part. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get to, and you're like, yeah, it's next stop, champ. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. People walk up to you go, oh, sorry, I thought they got rid of the conductors, but glad, glad you're on here. Okay, how do I go to North Melbourne? And I would know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I assumed. It's good to know. Yeah. It is, there is something bad about being on a bus as an adult. Like, no judgment if that's it, but, like, especially in Melbourne, it's like, oh, if you have to take a bus, you've made some bad life choices. Yeah, that's a Melbourne thing. Yeah. How dare you? Oh, that's a Sydney thing. I know. I felt I felt the same way, but then I got on this bus going to uh, Leichhardt in Sydney, and there was just a guy sitting down drinking a two-liter jug of milk straight from the jug, and I was like, "Well, where else are you gonna get yeah. this kind of shit?" I, no I, joke. I have gotten a bus to Leichhardt and seen the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bus oh in God. Sydney once and I didn't didn't know the rules there and I got in on the in the back door. I walked in the back door oh boy, and the bus be. driver went off at me and he turned around and he said, Never come in the back door <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay boss, I'll take no. <laughs> it's gonna change a lot of stuff about my life. <laughs> All right, question three. My new bit is walking backwards out of every room with both my rude fingers up in a very teen bitchy way for no reason. Nat. Yes, Nat. Is it Alex? No, that's Ruby Innes there. Point there for <sighs> Ruby. I thought that was Nat for sure. <laughs> Who's clearly the bitchiest one? Now? <laughs> Nat, for sure. Like, okay, what? that's fair. That's a very fair point. <laughs> It is fun just flipping the bird for no reason. Oh, okay. Yes, but very specifically, the bitchy teen way. Yeah. Like, so, this is yeah. something. Yeah. Like, I mean, people can't see what I'm doing right now. But <laughs> for the like, listener, she's got the knuckles upright as well. Yeah. you gotta, you got to have the, the, I was about to say ankles. That is not correct. Uh, the wrists <laughs> kind of at a 90 degree. So it's all about the 90 degrees, really. Um, it makes me feel young. Kind of love it. Well, you can't do I mean, it at my I, age with the arthritis. So yeah, I am freshly eighteen, but yeah. like, <laughs> it makes me feel younger than that. <laughs> All right, next question. The only reason adults have guests over is so they actually do the cleaning they've been meaning to do since the last time they had guests over. Alex. Ruby. Yes, Alex. Nat. No, that's Daniel. Another point there for Dan, racking up the points. Uh, guys, it should be a pretty easy game. If it's a joke, it's probably mine. <laughs> Got it. No, if it's a sign that you're hitting middle age, it's probably yours. <laughs> I was going to say, Daniel, I thought it was yours because you're the only one who isn't showing their background. So you haven't, you haven't tidied for a while. Everyone else has got like a, a nice clean spot. <laughs> yeah, what have you got to hide? Oh, so many things. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Sad. but I love, I love like the green screen is a sign of mess. Fine, yeah. guys. <laughs> I'll well, turn it off then. Yeah, there you go. Green. Oh, yeah. You just have gross cool. green walls. Yeah. It's a feature yeah, wall, Alex. I watched the block. It's a great show. Where are you, Shrek's asshole? Yeah, the acoustics are great in it. Beautiful. Next question. Tell me you have ADHD without hey, did you see that episode of Thirty Rock where Tracy says hundred percent of people who kill themselves never regret it? Ruby. Yes, Ruby. Is that Alex? No, that's Nat Demina. Oh, we, we are not vibing at all, guys. 
I don't think well, anyone's got one right I, yet. Anytime <laughs> I hear ADHD, I just assume that it's been written by a woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, got uh, as someone who has ADHD. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding a lot of the women in my life are having, like, they're being diagnosed with adult ADHD. Yeah. It's because yeah. we're dumb. It's, it's, the new, it's the new thing. Yeah. It's because we dumb. didn't get diagnosed as children. I mean, yeah. I don't have it, but yeah. I can pay attention forever. <laughs> There's still time, Wardy. There's still time. Yeah, just work on it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. About to LeBron James chalk toss my grandma's remains. Oh, damn. <laughs> Alex. Yes, Dad. Dad got his hand up <laughs> first. Yeah. Oh, shit. That, I, was, I thought that was Alex for sure. Oh, but then no. She, I thought that was. <laughs> Wait, so I can't buzz myself and answer you for can't, myself? No, you can't buzz. Ruby. Who, so, okay, Ruby. Who do you think it is, Ruby? You say you can't buzz your own? No, you can't buzz for your own. Interesting. Is it Alex? No, it's not Demina. <laughs> I just well, tried you said to it Alex. You can't buzz for your own. So Dan I know, but I was Alex messing with you. Yeah. I was messing with you guys so that I could get it. Yeah. And say it was Nat. <sighs> it's a very good tweet, Nat. Do you follow you follow uh, LeBron on on Instagram and Twitter? I follow LeBron everywhere. He he tweets <laughs> he tweets like he's sixteen years old. It's I know it's incredible. Ridiculous. Like for a guy who's almost a billionaire, <laughs> he is so needy. Like because I, I think comics are needy, and then like I t- see him, and he's always like for those who listeners who don't know, he's always talking about this is going to give me the inspiration I need when mm. someone just says a compliment about another basketball player or another team. Yeah, he he tweets like a sixteen-year-old who's watched a bunch of Gary V videos and just oh, like yeah. quotes inspiration from Gary V. Oh, Gary. <laughs> He's like rise and grind on my game in the gym. I feel like the more money you have, the worst of a poster you are. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I just think like bouncing a basketball ten hours a day for your entire life probably stunts your emotional growth. <laughs> but that's probably what I diagnosed there. Just having someone like people around you who only say yes to you is that is that what you're saying, Dan? That it's probably not the best thing. Just the fucking ball bouncing. You know what I mean? You don't read any books. What are you reading a book one hand, bouncing another hand? Oh, oh we got a book reader in the room, guys. Oh, <laughs> you can read. So cool. Well, that's funny because LeBron, there's, you can do a whole deep dive. He's got so yep. many photos of him just reading the first page of a book. Every walking, time he's papped. Yeah. yeah, every time he's papped, it's him reading a book, but it's always <laughs> the first page. Walking into a training practice and that's it. It's so great. Love it. <laughs> All right, question seven. Don't know heaps about non-monogamy. Don't know heaps about non-monogamy, but I imagine it's like in rom-coms where someone has double booked two dates in one night and has to run across the street and change jackets each time, but for like 20 years straight. Nat. Ruby. Yes, Nat. Alex. Yeah, you are correct. We got one, Nat. Yes. Yeah. I'm here to win. I'm here to play, all right? I hope everybody (laughs) takes this game with the decorum and respect it deserves. Josh works very hard on making these questions. Thanks, Nat. That's good. Suck up. <laughs> All right. Question eight. Wow. Everything is so sad. Like and retweet if you love to come and you hate the government. <laughs> <laughs> Nat. Yes, Nat. Is it Ruby? Yeah, it's Ruby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one got a lot of likes and retweets. So, yeah, well, uh, people, are, people are sad and horny all the time. People know what they love and hate. So. Mm-hmm. You're tapping into something that the billionaires just can't tap into when they, they tweet, you know? They don't fucking get it. They if do Le- not if get LeBron it. If LeBron James was tweeting about coming, man, he'd be the ge- the greatest poster yeah. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, he hates coming and loves the government. So. <laughs> 
All right, question nine. Jeff Bezos actually went to space so he'd have something in common with his employees. That is, needing to piss in a bottle. Alex. Ruby. Yes, Alex. Muggleton? Yeah, you are correct. A point there for Alex. You've got one. It's a, it's a joke. Spotted. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> There's a theme here. There's a theme. Set up punch. Bang. There it is. I actually thought, I reckon who wrote that reads books. <laughs> he sounds yeah. smart. You know, oh, the, this is a know tweet from a Bezos. huge nerd. <laughs> I reckon that, that tweet was from someone trying to get a job on Mad as Hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the only person on this show who hasn't tried to get a job at Mad as Hell. Uh, just judging by the rest of the panel. Focus on you. I've never tried to get a job. Uh, I've, I've appeared on Mad as Hell once. They told you. Yeah. One for four. I haven't <laughs> <Yeah>. applied. <laughs> I, uh, I've appeared on Matters. I've appeared on the weekly. Both things in just a split. They just used an image of me for a joke. <laughs> oh, you literally just appeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. You just popped up. Both, you- <laughs> both of them uh, sent me an email saying, hey, we, you know we love you. Uh, we're just uh, going to put this, just, you know, there's a joke and it fits with you. So would you, would you mind? This was. Was it about old, like, white male comedians getting cancelled? Not cancelled, as in, like, oh, TV shows cancelled, yeah. But it wasn't like, yeah. It wasn't like me personally getting cancelled for stuff I've said. (laughs) So, to go back to the Jeff Bezos thing, this is such a dumb, like, he only was up in space for 11 minutes. Yeah. A very brief amount of time. But apparently, like, was throwing, I didn't watch the footage, but he was throwing, like, skittles at his brother. Like, that's kind of what he spent his time doing up there. Pretty good get. (laughs) So much money. I hate that kind. Sorry yeah. about it. All right. I was at the dinner table the other day. I was like, look, if he dropped dead, I would laugh. Who, who <gasps> of the billionaires mm. is it uh, Bezos or Elon? Who's your, who's your most hated? Uh, Bezos. Yeah, because so- I, I don't understand Bezos, why, why everyone hates Elon Musk. Oh, he sucks. They yeah, I know, suck. I know he sucks, but like. At I least he's wacky. He's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what you want you, you guys to be. Like, who uh, Billionaires. I think Elon's worse, man, because he has that like Novak Djokovic thing where he needs everyone to like him, and it's like, yeah. shut the fuck up, you weird South African nerd. Like, Novak is the worst of all the tennis right? players. Yeah, the worst. Hate him. All right, our last question for this round. Hey, why isn't twenty-five degrees on heating setting and twenty-five degrees on cooling setting the same on the aircon? Alex. Yes, Alex. Nat. Yeah, you are correct. Another point there for Alex. Damn it. I thought that was Alex for sure. Yeah. It had Alex You're not the vibes. only one doing jokes yeah. here, Muggleton. I thought it was mine and I'd forgotten. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It, I, I'm with you now. I don't understand the science behind. If 25 degrees should just be 25 degrees. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, also, I've, I've got this, like, LG air conditioner. And the, there's Braille on the buttons. But the, the, Braille, the only buttons that have Braille is the button to turn it on and off. And the one that just says jet mode. And that those, are the <laughs> <laughs> That's why those are the only two options available if you're blind. <laughs> hey, at the end of the first round, the scores are Ruby, you're on one point. Fair. Alex, you're on two points. Dan, you're on three points. In the lead on four points is Nat. Yes. He is here Come to play. On. Jet mode. Bring it on. Trying to win. All right. <laughs> this round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days. And talk about a moment that has stayed with us. And today we're talking about a young Nat demeanor. Now, when Nat was in high school, he would often use the school computers for his own personal gain. But what did he do one time that had him leaving the scene of the crime very quickly? Was it A, 
He accidentally changed all the desktop backgrounds on every single computer to be a Photoshop pick of a naked Megan Fox. That's A. <laughs> B. He tried to wipe his library finds, but accidentally deleted the school's entire library catalogue instead, which they, <laughs> they had not backed it up for a few years, so the librarians had to re-enter hundreds of books manually. Or C. He downloaded the Jason Derulo song, Ride and Solo, <laughs> 17 times and then had to pretend he hated that song so no one would suspect it was him. Now, one of these is true. You can ask him as many questions as you want to, bear, to get the truth out of him. Bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your point. So you don't have to answer altogether. If Ruby, you want to answer A, Alex B, Dan C, you can do that. Floor is open for questions. Ask away. Can I ask about option A? So how would you change the background of all the computers? Right, so I walked into IT class. This was during IT class, right? And I remember sitting down and the computer was logged on and I was chatting to my friends and I was like, this is weird. I don't remember logging on, but I guess I just thought I must have logged on. And um, as I was, as we were sitting down for IT class, you know, we're just talking shit. We never, None of us really took the class seriously. And my friend sent me a photo, a photoshopped photo of Megan Fox. And this was back when Megan Fox was having a heyday, you know? Jennifer's mm. body, Transformers, um, and teenagers were, you know, loving that shit. And then I went to like set it. My my friend was egging me on to like set it as the background. And when I went to do it, it said change it to all of them because what had happened was the IT technician had logged onto that computer before, and he had the ability to like control all of the computers yeah, all at yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so yeah, it changed all of them. And then um, I got called into the office like the next day and the IT technician was like, did you do this? And I was like, no, no, like I was sitting there, but I blamed it all on my friend, Alan. And <laughs> oh, then, <laughs> <so> mean. <laughs> and then he came up to me at like lunchtime and just like, we just beat the shit out of each other. So, so, any okay. questions for the other ones? Any questions for any of them? Yeah, I mean, I'd like I'd like to ask about B. Mm -hmm. the, the the how what what was the library fine system at high school supposedly when you had no ability to get income? <laughs> it seems like a bit strange that they could then fine you. Well, like I wasn't completely aware. So what happened was, my friend used to always get books from the library, and he would like never return them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and he never um, got asked about his like unreturned books. Mm -hmm. So I, what I decided to do was, this is an opportunity for a little bit of, you know, side hustle business. I would just borrow books from the library and then I would sell them on Gumtree and then try to make a bit of money that way. So I just borrowed all these books and I put them up all on Gumtree. I've I've heard I've heard enough. There's no way that you're like fucking MacGyvering Jeff Bezos's career. Like I'm not that's complete fabrication. All right, I'm off base. Josh, Josh, did you already say which Jason Derulo song it was? I did. Brian Solo. Brian, yeah. Brian Solo. It's a good uh, song. Now, mm -hmm. How do you feel about the song Riding Solo by Jason Derulo? I like it. I think it's a great song. At the time. Like looking back on it now, it's like it's is a that very the one? Repetitive Looking song. back on it now, it's one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> Still a fantastic song. Does he say his name at the start of this song? Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Oh, I think. It. I think I know it. <laughs> 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 I could perform a bit of it for um, you if you like. 
I'm riding solo. I, I think I know solo. my answer. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm right. laughs> I've actually seen uh, Jason Derulo perform that song live. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah. You went to a Jason Derulo concert. I would no, not be admitting no, that. <laughs> I did the audience warm-up for the TV show Everybody Dance Now, and he was one of the judges, and he performed it live. Awesome. Um, That's yeah. great. How was it? It was, you know, he, he he's a good performer. He he was, was that- he, he was doing all the right things. Uh, I have one last question. Why why would you download a song 17 times? So it wasn't the song. It was the lyrics to the song. How do you you mean you downloaded those? Like they're in a word. So I print, printed, printed. Printed them. So printed the lyrics to the song. And like, again, it was in IT class and I just kept hitting print and it just wouldn't work. And then um, I came into class the next day and the teacher was like, why, why were you was, printing why, them? Well, he just asked, why was there 17 copies of Jason Derulo's Ride and Solo and f- left But in why the were printer? you printing them? Because I'd heard the song, like, a week before, and I really, like, loved it. So I thought I would, like, learn the lyrics and do a little dance so I could, like, do it at recess because then I could be yeah. cool. Okay. No. Surely the lyrics are another spanner in the works because that song's got, what, seven lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> Says his name at the top and then, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, think I've got a, I think I've got an answer. I'm feeling... I'm I've got of... an answer. All right, Ruby, do you have an answer too? Yes. All right, we'll go with Dan first. What do you think? I, I think it's... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think it's the fucking Megan Fox thing. I don't I like that I think it's that, but I think it's that. You think it's A, Megan Fox. All right, Ruby, what do you think? I think it's C. You think it's C? I think it's C as well. Alex thinks it's C. The correct answer was C. Jason Derulo (laughs) downloaded 17 times. Yeah, baby. There was just so many caveats to the explanation. Surely he's making this. There's no way. If you'd let me finish the library thing, I had plenty more in the bank for that as well. Oh, <laughs> let's go back to the library thing because as, as an ex-school librarian, you, like we did give out fines, but we'd never mm. expect them to be paid. It was just a mm. way to stop kids from borrowing yeah. more books. Exactly. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Really? Okay. All right. But yeah, I had my, the whole plan was to like set the gum tree ad an hour away from the school so that nobody who lived in the area would even find it. Like there was no chance of them seeing it, buying it, and then realizing it was from the school and I'd get in trouble. It's a good good plan. I reckon if any any kids in high school listening, I, I reckon you could get away with that. Yeah. i just give you a tip. Just just uh, get a marker pen and like mark off the barcode. Yeah. And then they'll just think, oh, they'll obviously... The correct the word for it in library terms is weeding, weeding the books. You get rid of all the books you don't want. And I learnt that when I was a librarian because someone came in for a tour of the place. So a whole bunch of librarians came in to have a look at our library, and they said, "How often do you do weeding?" And I just thought the woman had a speech impediment. So I said, "Oh, we we, we read to the kids all the time." And then they're like, "No, no weeding." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, nice heaps. Like we've got a whole program." So yeah. <laughs> all right. At the end of the at the end of that round, the scores are Ruby. You're around two points. Alex, you're now on three points. Daniel, you're still on three points, but in front on five points is Nat Demena. Thank you. Thank Doing you. Well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If things are true, you say yeah. If things are a lie, you say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it incorrect, so they get your point. First one goes to Nat. Now... When Ruby was 16 years old, she was in a stage production of The Wizard of Oz. And on opening night, her big moment was upstage when the girl playing Glinda the Good Witch was backstage with her mic on and through the speakers, Ruby could hear her yelling at the kids playing the munchkins to stop fucking around. Yeah <laughs> or nah? Oh, okay. So when was this? How old were you again? I was 16. 16, okay. And, um, okay. Oh. And this, what, uh, how, how did the production of The Wizard of Oz go? In general? Yeah. <laughs> Quite well. Um, I played the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, uh-huh. and I initially didn't want to play the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to play the Tin Man and audition for the Tin Man because I thought it'd be really progressive if it was a Tin Woman. Um, and so I auditioned for the part of the Tin Man, and they were like, yeah, thanks, Ruby. That's great. Would you be able to read a few lines for the Wicked Witch? And I was like, yeah, okay. And so I did. And then literally the next day I got it. And I didn't want it because I thought like, okay, I already kind of, I'm already kind of haggy. Uh, got a big nose. I think it's, uh, it's a, bit of, a bit of typecasting really, like hag typecasting. So I thought that wasn't right. But they gave me a song. So I was like, sweet. Um, and it was a good performance, like considering it was, you know, like a young people's stage performance. And like, you know, I sung my song and I was amazing. Adina Menzel, who goodbye. But, uh, that one was really (laughs) fucking funny, honestly. Like, uh, yeah. So I was talking with the, the little monkeys Mm. and, um, you know, we were, were, I was like, blah, 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 which shit. And um, suddenly you just hear overhead, stop fucking around. <laughs> and I knew the voice exactly because the girl who played Glinda, I went to mm. high school with. Uh, and so I knew it was her. <laughs> and it was just this whole thing until you suddenly heard someone in the background go, stop. And she's like, oh, and then it cut off. Right. So Did the. Sorry, you Sorry can I ask a question? So the kids, were they this person's the same age or were they little, little kids? Little kids. Oh, okay. So it's even funnier that she yeah. told them to stop <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> and this was during one of the shows. Did the audience hear all this? This was opening night. Okay. And the, the audience heard? Oh, yeah. And what was the reaction from the audience like? Silence. God. Complete God. silence. Uh like from what I could see from the front of the stage, uh, the front row looked uh, horrified, um, mm. and I managed to kind of brush it off by uh, acting like a crazy person and going like, "What are those noises? Oh, stop!" <laughs> blah. And, uh, and everybody was like, <laughs> "Like uh, natural." <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what do you think, Nat? Do you think this is yeah or nah? Uh, I'm going to go with yeah. 
You are correct. This was a true story. Another point there for that. Uh Rocking up the points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I know that story makes me sound like a theatre kid, uh, (laughs) but I actually can't stand Hamilton, and I think Lin-Manuel Miranda is incredibly fucking annoying. I got an email directly from him. Oh. (laughs) I got an email from (laughs) Lin-Manuel Miranda. What for? I don't know. It was just like promoting something. I didn't bother to read it. Was it his movie <laughs> In the Heights? <laughs> Let me. It's It's. It was very early. It's. I've got it here. Because he. He. I. I've met him, because he. He came out to comedy festival one year, uh, in a improvised. It was an improvised hip hop show, and oh. they would. They would always be doing stuff at the festival club because it was like, all right, go out there and improvise a hip hop thing. And yeah, it was years later that. Someone reminded me, oh, yeah, you know, that was Lin-Manuel Miranda. No, I've never seen Hamilton. I don't – I'm the same with you, Ruby. It doesn't, like – I like hip-hop. I don't want to listen to that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can listen to literally anything else yeah. ever made, ever. <laughs> also, like, the, the – just the really – I get, like, a really visceral response – anytime anybody in public starts rapping Hamilton. Yeah. It's just mm. – I know the comedian Gerard Carmichael said said it's like when they would come to his school and try and rap like maths to the kids and try and get them to be into maths <laughs> by doing that. It's like, yeah, it's that real vibe. All right, so I'll point that in out. Now to Ruby. When Alex was nine, a school friend invited her for a sleepover. But when Alex got to the house, the friend's mum, who Alex had not met, was super uptight and made Alex not only take off her shoes in the house, but also go wash her feet. When Alex came out of the bathroom, the mum yelled at Alex for dripping water throughout the house and to go dry her feet properly. Alex then pretended she had a stomachache so she could ring her parents and go back home. Yeah or nah? Did you go to public school or private school? Public school. Carolee State School. Ooh, okay. Which is and in uh, a place, Ipswich, out in Queensland. Ipswich. And what, uh, what was the house like? Like every other house, just like brick Dark brown brick. Were you so it wasn't sh- like fancy. Yeah, were you a shoes off family, Alex? Um, no, we weren't. No, we weren't. But this family was, which was quite strange. Anyone else had- a shoes off family? We were a shoes off family. Shoes I off. was jealous of shoes off families. We were shoes off family, no eating in the lounge room at all. Yeah, and oh. no no talking, laughing or wearing hats while eating as well. Because you got to respect the meal. No, we, we had the TV on. We actually had two TVs on because where Dad sit, he couldn't see the TV. So we had one in, <laughs> next to it so he could turn his face, head to the left <laughs> and see it. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah we That's always, modern we innovation. We always had to have the TV off because, uh, yeah, it was rude. Yeah, we also had plastic plastic on the couch. We were oh, one of those families. Plastic yeah. on the couch. Yeah. This, I never understood that. This family... This family, (laughs) this family, um, they also lived with their grandma and something that's always stuck with me is that she would every, when I visited during the day, so I only had this tried to sleep over the one time I went and visit her grandma was obsessed with telling me you have to drink two glasses of water when you wake up in the morning. And to this day, I basically do because (laughs) of that lady. She just told me that otherwise you're unhealthy. And I was like, oh, okay. Wouldn't that... I feel that would make you, if you haven't eaten and you have two glasses of water, that would actually make you feel sick. No, it just... Cold water on a It actually stops, stops you having, like, sweet cravings, if anything. Oh, okay. 
Did you yeah. do it? Shoots off them. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm getting lax these days. I'm down to one cup before breakfast. I used to do two though. Uh, you know, lockdown pressure, just getting lazy. <laughs> but yeah, they were. Sh- yeah. Can I ask a question, Wardy? Mm. What? Why did it not occur to you to dry your feet before exiting the bathroom? Because I was a feral kid. <laughs> also, they didn't have a mat. Like, how do you dry your feet if they... I think the mat was hanging up, if I recall now, but I didn't know. I didn't have the confidence to think yeah, I could pull the Yeah, they're setting themselves down. up for failure. Like, like who no has mat. the confidence to do that? That's exactly. crazy. Even as an adult, I wouldn't take a yeah. up mat to the ground. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to break the rules. Yeah, uh, and I, see, I'm I've... the complete opposite. Like literally, like the second I'm in anybody's house, like this is my fucking yeah. house. I'm <laughs> using your towels. I'm using all of your soaps and your shampoos and can like you... I'm just here for the day. But I'm having a shower. Like in, in, in the bathroom, do you look in the cupboard to see what what kind of skin products oh, you've got and all that kind of stuff? Yes, I yeah. do. I look in every fucking yeah. drawer, not to steal. No, I'm not a thief. <laughs> Just to look. The amount of times I look in the fridge of someone else's home, like multiple times, not to get anything, just like force a habit, just look in their fridge and judge. Oh, feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop this lockdown so we can go, go sticky beaking. Oh, my God, please. Um, I – part of me feels like it's like partly true, partly – not um but uh, i'm gonna go with nah ruby you are correct this is a false story all false but it's very me and i used to fake (laughs) stomach aches to go home all the time like when i I believed that i believed that (laughs) yeah i did a lot of faking stomach aches like i found i think the early like i remember once doing an 8 p.m one like i didn't even get to nine o'clock in the night i had to get home just little things would put me off. Like someone called, they had cordial and they said, do you want some juice? And I was like, I got to go. I remember that faking Uh, stomach aches. I was like, that's not what it is. I remember my first sleepover at my friend Luke's house and his mum said, all right, it's time to go to sleep, boys. Uh, Come here for a hug. And I, at that age, would hug and kiss my mum goodnight. So I did it to his mum and she felt weird. And then he was like, what would you kiss my mum for? I still remember the shame of <laughs> kissing Luke's mum. Oh, that's so oh. cute. That's so cute, you little freak. Yeah. <laughs> little pervert. All right, so a point there to Ruby. Okay, now to Alex. Now, when Daniel was four, he got lost in a shopping centre. The reason he got lost is his dad said to him, meet me back here in an hour. And Daniel, being four, had no concept of time or a watch so just went into a furniture store, sat in a recliner chair and was found later by his dad who was very angry and a shopping centre security guard. Daniel still remembers his dad yelling at the staff at the furniture store for not noticing a four-year-old boy alone in a chair for over an hour. Yeah or nah? So your dad was angry at them, but he was the one who suggested that you meet up in an hour? Am I hearing that right? Yeah. If, if you think my dad accepts fault, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> So it's your dad, like he's, he's this idea he has that. Uh, and can I ask what? Uh, do you have older siblings? Are you like the firstborn, or do you have older this siblings? One, one of one. Yeah, you give up. Just you. One yeah. and done. Same. 
So he didn't really like kids, so that helps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I only want one. Um, uh, he, he actually wanted more. My mum didn't want more than one because like, he likes kids. Like That's like something you know that's big about my dad, you know? He wanted more. He wanted like four to take care of and neglect at the same time. <laughs> um, so was this the, f- like, this would be the first time this had happened. I'm assuming that he let you go off on your own or is this not the first time? Uh, it might've been the first time, but like, you know, not the last time. Um, can but- I ask, do you remember this or is this just like a family story that's been told to you? Like, I remember it very clearly, but I have recently read an article that that's a memory you can implant in a child. So, like, who's to say in the custody proceedings it wasn't implanted by my mum, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So so you're saying, potentially, I'm lying. (laughs) Look, I... I, I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth, but maybe the truth is a lie. To Have quote Guy Sebastian, uh, um, just speak your own truth, Daniel. That's. Yeah. <laughs> um, what shopping centre was this? Where was it? Uh, Burwood Westfield, uh, one of the great Westfields of Sydney, uh, accessible by bus. Mm. You didn't get the bus by yourself, did you? No, no, no. My dad, my dad's got a car. We're doing quite well. Okay. <laughs> uh, hmm. Uh, okay, this is so crazy. Four is so young. Like, I don't want it to be true because it makes me sad. Oop. Oh, Alex. Drop. Alex is not going to make it. She's not going to make it. <laughs> She's just so sad that she was like... <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, Your childhood trauma has frozen her <laughs> If this this is a bit, this is hilarious. Yes, it's it's so great at the start when I said, "Look, I don't really want to have to edit much out of this." And now, oh, sorry, guys, my internet's being terrible today. Sorry, it's all right. Um, I didn't, I didn't talk. I don't. I thought that would help somehow with the editing. I just sat there silently. So, so what do you think? Do you think yeah or nah, Alex? Oh, my God! I hope it's no. it's it's no, it's no. You are correct. It wasn't a uh, yeah. Point oh. there for Alex. Yes. <laughs> what if that was real? You're but putting yourself you? through so much emotional anguish. But here's the thing, that. Alex. Here's the thing. So Dan, what did I make up in that story? Because part of it is true. Oh, just the thing about the chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just went off in the thing. I like you cried. You know the the you know the people who give the information at the Westfield that you're like, what is this for? It's for children who are. You know, I we share a father. You know what I mean? That's what the information desk is for. Being oh like, help your son, Leo Muggleton. Like, it's yeah. so, so funny. Like, so did he have errands to do and just thought you'd just stay still or go and look in like a toy shop or? I mean, I, the one thing that I don't understand is that like in an hour, like he was like, and it wasn't like in an hour, it was like at four o'clock and yeah. he like pointed at a clock and was like, when that goes there, that's four o'clock. And like, I didn't have a watch or anything. And then he just fucked off. Yeah. So okay, my- but now that you say that, that's kind of on you because he told you how to read the time there and then <laughs> you didn't retain that information and then you got fucked up. Yeah, but, but he's forced. So I remember the same, my parents did the same thing at the football. We'd go to the football on a Sunday, country football, and my dad was like, all right, when the, when the clock's six o'clock, meet me at the can bar and we'll go home. I'll call mum and we'll go home. Yeah. And so I just spend the whole day just walking laps of the Oval and go, I think, <laughs> I think it's time. Me and my brother, it's just getting in mischief, lighting stuff on fire. All right, so I'll point there to Alex. Now, to Daniel. When Nat was working in a bar, he had an annoying customer 
who kept hassling him to charge his phone behind the bar, letting Nat let him charge the phone. So Nat obliged, but when the customer wasn't looking, Nat went through the guy's messages, saw some text between this dude and a girl. So Nat messaged her with this text. Hey, prepare for the worst route of your life. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just taking a second to picture Nat being gainfully employed. Let's start. <laughs> um, okay, so like in a bar, like how when are we working in a bar now? Because I've known you to have a couple of jobs. Like you and I do go back a little. Mm-hmm. So like when was this bar era of your this, life? This uh, bar era was in uh, in Melbourne when I was living in Melbourne. When you live in okay, that checks out. That's when that's when I was overseas as well. All right. <laughs> there um okay so the phone what type of phone was it it was an iphone yeah but like so how'd you <laughs> what's that you i'm not giving anything away go on yeah so how'd like how'd you get into this bloke's iphone like no no passcode you're telling me this guy no passcode gives you the phone like so, is that... so what had happened was he had kept coming back to the bar to keep like messaging this girl so he'd come back to the bar as i was serving other customers he'd push in line and he'd be like hey like can i have the phone and he'd be quite rude about it and one time when he did it he left it unlocked when he left uh-huh that, that that's you know a very thorough very thorough explanation delivered believably mm. i like that mm. um, and when and- when you read him mm. uh did he like kind of seem like someone who would be bad at fucking he was uh, wearing an all-white suit. Okay. Question wow. answered. Thank you. <laughs> an all-white suit. What was the name of the bar that you worked at? It was called the Creator's Lounge. You know what? I just want to intervene to confirm this. I have been for a drink at the bar when I worked there. That's right. Sick. That's I, got right. Like, I got like an assist. That was, that was <laughs> <laughs> plausible. I dig that. Okay. So like, it's a worst route of your life. Mm-hmm. You went with root. I said, prepare, prepare for the worst route of your life. Prepare for the worst route. Because <laughs> I was like looking through the text messages, you can kind of decipher that this guy was trying to tee up a, like a, yeah. you know, a booty call. Yes. To prepare for the worst yeah. route of your life, you just do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you like don't That's don't the, wash. It's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't trim. Don't wash. Don't change the sheets at all. Just go. <laughs> Maybe if you could eat a curry or something. That's a prep. Just like blow raspberries on yeah. a tummy. Familiarize yourself with the starfish position. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be doing the starfish position. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to have a guess. Yes. I'd like. I, I'd like to thank Alex for for helping me along here. But I, I'm still. I'm gonna say nah. I just think Nat would have a slightly more creative form of revenge than prepare yourself for the worst route of your life. I'm Daniel, saying you are incorrect. This was a true story. And another point there for Nat. <laughs> I was giving you so much credit. I just didn't think it was the worst route. I was like, I think it's a great little, <laughs> little gag. Be better. Right. Damn it. I really had a lot of faith in you there. I was what, had, you- what had happened was I was hanging out with Rohan Ganju, a friend of mine, a few nights uh, before, yeah. and he had said that same thing in another context. Yeah. And I just reused uh, it. Well, that checks, that checks it out 100%. <laughs> but, Nat, weren't you worried at all that the guy would see your message? Oh, he definitely saw it. Like, yeah. he came back and saw it. His mates were all around. They were loving it. They were laughing. Okay. He was so pissed, but it was like four of his mates laughing against him being mad. Yeah. So that's a win. 
Yeah, you've yeah. Won. that's you've that's eighty percent conversion rate. The crowd over. But as a girl as well, I'd love to get that message. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for the worst route of your life because then you get your standards lowered. Yeah. And if you have incredibly low expectations, you might have the most all right route of your life. <laughs> I was I was actually wingmaning this guy. Yeah. I'm helping this guy. <laughs> all right. At the end of that round, the scores are Ruby, you're on three points. Daniel, you're on three points. Alex, you're on four points. But in the lead, still. But now extended on seven points is Nat Demina. Oh my God! Feel like Must a, be nice. Helping <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Anyone's game though. Anyone's game. So here we go. It's our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'm going to read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Again, your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz for your own ones. You get a point if you get it right. Point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Here we go. Question one: Who stole Indian food from their neighbor's doorstep? Nat. Yes, Nat. Was it Ruby? No, that was Alex Ward. Point off, Nat. <laughs> Do I see? I just said before, I'm not a thief. I'm just a uh, you know? That to be fair, it was a, we were doing a food swap and they took it to the wrong house. So I had to like sneak in and get it. But if they ever looked at the security camera, what they saw was a nice Indian man drop off some food and then a small white woman break in later and take it. And they would be very confused. And I avoid that house at the end of the street every day now. So you said food swap. So they gave you Indian food. What did you give them in return? I was meant to give them grapefruits, but they never, they just went to the wrong house. I gave them my address. They went three doors down, so they never got the grapefruits, but I got their homemade samosas. So not just, only did they not get the thing that you were <laughs> supposed to give them, that... you took something that wasn't even yours. No, it's business It was moves. mine. That's, you've come out it's... on top here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault they didn't read the street number. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Uh, question two: Whose sibling won a raw onion eating competition? Alex. Yes, Alex. Ruby. Yes, it was Ruby. What? That is correct. <laughs> um, in 2019, uh, my younger sibling and I went to Croatia, and uh, we went to the village that our family is from. And it's very beautiful, just picturesque, lovely. And one night there was like a, a village party. Um, and so we went to this party. It was just like some concrete slab, you know, lovely. And uh, everybody was talking, drinking. And then the locals had this uh, competition where anybody that uh, joined the competition had to eat a raw onion in the fastest amount of time. And my little sister, the freak that she is, loves eating raw onions on the reg so uh every nobody finished it except for her so it wasn't even a test of like who could finish it first it was who could finish it at all and this this woman no she's a little girl can i ask was it brown or red onion it was a brown onion that's disgusting uh she ate it sorry red onions all right does she smoke does she have like has she destroyed her taste bud so it's not Tasting no. like an onion? No, she loves the taste. Oh. Um, funniest part, though, uh, when she won, she won a packet of prosciutto, and she hates prosciutto, and I <laughs> love prosciutto. So she won, uh, she ate a whole raw fucking onion for me to have some cured fucking meat on bed. Oh, 
<laughs> well, she, oh, she was full. She already had the onion. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, mm, I'm good, yeah. thanks. All right, next question, question three. Who was in the Sydney Olympics opening ceremony? Ruby. Alex. Yes, Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Was it Nat? No, it was Daniel. Point off, Ruby. I, okay. I, I was like 10. I wasn't even in the country. <laughs> yeah, but you're dressed for it. You know? I'm dressed as Daniel yeah. Muggleton. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got mixed up. I'm so I thought you were. I thought I you mean, were. De- you are dressed easy. in it's a tracksuit. It's very track easy to confuse the both of us. Yeah. yeah. Very Olympics. So, <laughs> it's very sports. Opening ceremony, you one of the, what would you have to do? Hold a, hold a flag or something or? No, 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 man. That's they actually give that to important athlete. Uh. That's not the uh, the child thing at the opening of the ceremony. It was doing sign language while Nikki Webster sang a song. Oh. We had to find the lyrics and shit. Yeah, so and you know sign language. The torches. No, they fucking teach you. Oh. But you know it now. Yeah, so you know it. I, I know. Only to, I know only to the anthem. <laughs> no, not even the Australian national anthem. It's like, like under the southern sky together in this land. Like, I can do that. And then it's just like, say hello. Couldn't tell you. Can you do Strawberry Kisses by Nikki Webster? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, didn't make the cut. Didn't get the audition. Sad. It was crazy that she, like, she was so famous off the back of that. Yeah. Mm. About a year. Uh, my, yeah. uh. My brother bumped into her on the bus once after her blow up. Fuck, uh, that's know, how bad fame. it's gotten. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's on a bus. It was um, two liters of milk. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he bumped into her on the bus and he's like, "Hey, you, Nikki Webster," and she said, "Fuck off." <laughs> that's funny. I like it, Al. That's great. Yeah, I'm on it. I wonder who's going to be the 2032 when it's in Brisbane. Who's going to be out? Like, if they'll recreate a Nikki Webster type of. Like character for the opening ceremony. Yeah, me. Someone, someone. Be yeah. Me. Alex, Alex Ward. Me. On, <laughs> in a little in a little wig, little blonde curls. <laughs> I, I reckon style, it should be it should boo-boo. be it should be that guy who sits on Swanson Street on a speaker with a microphone and just tells jokes from like a thousand and one good jokes books. Uh, Comedian. Question four: Who here was kicked out of Retrovision for trying to watch an entire movie on one of their TVs? Dan. Alex. Yes, Dan. Uh, Come on, Nat. Yes, it was (laughs) Nat. Yes. The The movie Uh, was iRobot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you you're in Perth, there's nothing else to do. Checks. You know? Like Well, I, got... I was like my mom was shopping at the Best and Less across the street and left know... as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was like you know when you're like young and being seen in with your mum at an embarrassing shot was like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Yeah. So I was like, I just went to the Retrovision. I was just watching it and they kicked me out and ever since then I've just held like a personal vendetta against Retrovision. And I just, I want that business to fail so badly. Hasn't it? Yeah. It has. And yeah. I, I think it's me. I think, I think I've done it. I'm taking claim. I'm owning it. All right. Next question. Who, after a bad hookup on a dating app, deleted the app in a panic when the person hit them up afterwards wanting their Instagram handle? Alex. Yes, Alex. Ruby. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Alex. God, it's so oh. obvious, isn't it? <laughs> um so, so much content from that story but um i think my favorite part was uh he went down on me for five minutes and then uh came back up and said what's the hold up <laughs> and, and i was like i got real matter of a factly i was like well you know on average it takes women about 45 minutes to to finish and he was like so what are you the average <laughs> 
<laughs> like, why are you? I love me? that it's you that's fucking this up. If you're gonna say what's the holdup, you've just added ten minutes yeah. to the time. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about that for a little bit. Is it weird that I pictured him wearing like one of those train conductor hats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's all this in? What's the holdup? Um, and he also, uh, I mentioned that I do comedy stuff, and he was like, "Oh, you're not gonna bring me up." you're not going to bring me up in your next thing and i'm like no don't wait, say anything I'll, I'll weird wait a few months and do it on a podcast instead yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah sorry all right next question who once told dave Chappelle that his set gave him a comedy boner nat ruby yes nat muggleton yeah it was i i, mucked <laughs> up. I should have said them a comedy boner <laughs> <laughs> comedy boner Could have been like, one of my wait, comedy dicks you, <laughs> you got the chance to meet Dave Chappelle? Yeah, like it was just It wasn't like anything major It was just like after one of his shows It was at a bar And you, the thing you said to Dave Chappelle one of yeah. the, the greatest comedian of all time Was you give me a comedy boner Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes And what did he do? He fucking laughed, cunt So you make Dave Chappelle laugh Then we'll talk I think this is one of the times where you want to raise whether it was being laughed with or at. (laughs) (laughs) Did you still have the boner when you said it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked it. it. Buddy, you make my cock rock hard for comedy. (laughs) I'm I'm now the thing that I'm with you, Dan. If I see someone I really, like, respect, I'm going to go and say something to them. Mm. And I don't want to be their friend. I just want to say, hey, I went and told them that I think they – like, I had a similar experience with Sarah Silverman. She was out in Melbourne doing shows. And she did, a, she did a spot at, like, uh, one of Carl's rooms. At, I think it was at Sockville at the time. You didn't say she gives you a boner, did you? No. No, the next day it was – so on Triple R in Melbourne, the Breakfasters, that crew was ending and I was doing a spot on them the next day as a regular. And so I thought, oh, if I get Sarah Silverman to say on my phone, hey, my favourite um, – when I'm in Melbourne, I always listen to the Breakfasters with Jess, Fee and Ben – because I thought it would be funny to play that so they can only use it the one time. I thought that's a funny thing. So I just went, hey, can, can you do this for me? I've got a favour. And, like, everyone around was like, oh, that's so weird. And she laughed because she thought, oh, that's a funny joke to, yeah, they can only use it the one time. But everyone around me was freaking out going, oh, you've fucked that up. Now, like, you can't be a friend. I'm like, I'm never going to be a friend. Like, <laughs> she's not going to come out and go, oh, let's hang out with some, some comics in Melbourne. Like, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, girl, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it was purely transactional, and I got what I wanted. It was great. See, the thing is, Alex and I can't say comedy boner. Like, what, yeah. what, 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 do, what do we got? Oh, your jokes made me wet. I got a massive soaking wet. I got a massive wide on at your punchline. So. Yeah, I got a huge wetty from your from your comedy. <laughs> hey, next question: Who was part of a group at their high school that threw a mattress into the swimming pool just so they could see a crane get it out? Alex. Yes, uh, Alex. Nat. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Alex, yeah. Big Perth yes. energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we got banned from uh, for doing muck-up day because the year before us just went too crazy. And so we mm. came back during school holidays and we threw a mattress in the pool and we also, we also stole a sheep from uh, like another school that had an agriculture program and just left that in the, in the school. For the remainder Good of the school holidays. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our mock-up got banned as well, and I think it's because the year before us tried to plant bamboo shoots in the uh, playground. Oh, uh, they're really hard to get rid of. That's a good prank. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the sprawling ones are bad. Uh, <laughs> That's 
Next question. Whose dad threw rocks on the neighbor's roof? Dan. Yes, Dan. Got to be Alex. She's it got is, a crazy dad. It's Cat. Alex. Yeah, it's <laughs> Alex. For sure. There's no way you yeah. turn calm without your dad being a psycho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was actually my stepdad, but I didn't want to give that away by saying that. It was at 3 a.m. as well because the neighbor across the road would get real stoned and play piano but no tune. Like just like smash the piano at 3 a.m. And he just lost it one day and picked up like the biggest rock he could throw and threw it on the roof and then ran back. And he didn't even, and he didn't even put on shoes to go do this. It was I'm just looking out the window. I'm like 14, just like never seen. You know when you just see a parent do something that you're like, I don't think they should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he came back in and the next morning. I could just hear mum yelling in the next bedroom, like still angry at him. Hey, uh, next question. Who at 15 had someone say to them, oh, I thought you were 20. Sorry, I thought you were 30. Nat. Yes, Nat. Was it Muggleton? No, it was Ruby <laughs> Innes there, point off Nat. <laughs> okay. yeah. How, I'm, I'm hurt by that. <laughs> <laughs> like just this 15 Then I've achieved life. my goal. <laughs> yeah, I'm hurt and it happened to me. So, uh, 30's yeah. a big leap. Yeah. Oh, it fucking! I was I was like on my way home from a movie date, and it was at the top of the street uh, outside the pub, and they were like, "Come in, come in for a drink." I'm like, "No," <laughs> and they were like, "No, come on." I'm like, "Actually, I'm 15," and they're like, well, "One of them said they won't know," and I was like, "Okay, I'm walking faster," um, <laughs> and then like yelling uh, as I was walking away, they said. Uh, if it's any consolation, I thought you looked at least 30. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a consolation. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know how everybody makes jokes about, like, how much it sucks being 30? I've been ready for 30 for 10 fucking years. I- I'm going to say this guy said that in case this was going to be read out in a court of law. He was like, hey, <laughs> hey I, th- I thought you was 30, just so everyone knows. Go lower. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, and our final question for the game. Who here was once locked out of their apartment overnight so they slept in the building's laundry room using another tenant's clothes as a bed? Alex. Yes, Alex. Muggleton. No, this was Nat Demeanor, a point off Alex. I thought that was Alex all day. <laughs> I think I was so close to catching up to win and I've lost it. <laughs> oh. I've, I've never won. Let's go, let's go through. So the scores at the end of the game are Ruby, two points. Yeah, baby. Daniel, five points. Nat Demina, six <gasps> points. Oh. That's... And also on six points, it's Alex Ward. Oh, it's a tie, Nat. Ruby, oh, I came down, came down to that last question as well. If you got it right, Alex, you would have won. Oh, Alex, well, look, I'm, I'm happy with a tie. I'm happy to share the spoils, exactly. Me too. Yeah. This guys, that's just not what winning's about. What are you fucking and what the fuck would you know about winning? Look, I've done this game a few times and I'm never close to the top, so this is good. Oh Very yeah, last good. time I came last and this time I came last. I think next time I'm gonna come in last. <laughs> hey, so Alex, because you, you're a joint winner, you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. Where can people find you? Yeah, I got a podcast called Going Hypo with comedian Luca Muller. We yes. just chat and do fun hypotheticals so check that out or and follow me on instagram what do you know and also alex m ward on twitter nat where can people yes. find you yes uh i've got my own podcast called housewarming podcast all about share houses so have a listen to that uh or you can also find me on instagram at nat Demina or anything brilliant hey uh daniel where can people find you 
Uh, Instagram, probably the best spot, at Dan Muggleton. I couldn't get Daniel Muggleton because there are more people called Daniel Muggleton. Well-researched. Uh, and also, i got a podcast with Steve Hofstetter called Ask Us Everything. So you can look that up. Also, you're doing the Zoom comedy shows in this lockdown? Yeah, yeah. Every Friday, Writing Joke Digital Comedy Club, 8 p.m. A-E-S-T. Brilliant. And Ruby Innes, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Ruby Innes. You can also find me on Instagram at r.ubyinnes um, because, <laughs> once again, there are there are lots of Ruby Innes. I looked it up the other day out of spite, and there are plenty. Um, you can also follow my comics account, which is Comics by Ruby, where I do silly little comics. And uh, you can tune in to the Tuesday Daily on 2SCR 107.3 from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Hey, thanks everyone for doing this. You guys are the absolute best. Thanks everyone who's Patreon subscribers. We'll see you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.